Thank you for listening to With Just a Kiss. On today's episode, I talked to the East Los Angeles basketball coach, Rob Robinson, who recently appeared on The Last Chance You Season 6, where they take it to the courts. The Netflix original sports documentary allows us to see an in-depth look of the coaches of East Los Angeles, a juco that takes on faithful and unrelenting belief in each of their players that serve their basketball program. They have strong convictions while leading these young men who hope to fulfill major college potential as powerhouse athletes. The Emmy award-winning series brings this season to the court. Rotten Tomatoes gave Last Chance U 100% for both the tomato meter and the audience score. DailyCardinal.com says it's an intense, emotional whirlwind. They also had rave reviews from Pop Sugar, Esquire, Forbes, Vulture, The Guardian, Men's Health, and the list goes on and on. Last Chance Use had the show trending by fans from day one. In my conversation with Coach Rob, we discussed the experience of learning about Kobe Bryant's death, the experience of watching COVID sneak up behind them, and what it takes to be a player for a JUCO basketball team as well as a coach. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening to With Just a Kiss. So how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Okay. Doing well. So thank you for coming in and meeting with me. That was very nice of you to do it. You're oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, what I, I mean, it's, I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure. Um, the new uh, show came out just on Monday, right? On Wednesday. Ne- on Last Monday. It was Wednesday. Wow. Okay. So it's pretty cool because I work with Rob and I just thought it was pretty interesting that my daughter, we're, we're, my family, um, has been in a basketball family, like ever since, you know, cause I have two boys and my daughter, they all three played basketball. So I was that basketball mom going yeah. to all the games and going to all the practices and all the trainings right. every yeah, Saturday. Yeah. So we do definitely follow hoops. In fact, I prefer college hoops over regular hoops personally. Over the NBA, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, the, I'm the exact same. There's, it's, a, it's a different pace, it's a different feel. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it is. Like if you like an NBA team, though, they're cool to follow. But like a random NBA game, like I'm not watching the, yeah. the Wizards, the Pacers. I'm not. Yeah, me either. My kids are all into the Lakers, and I mean, I'll, I'll follow Lakers. LeBron. I always have. I like the Lakers. Always have. Yeah. I, I do like to watch LeBron. And when I was young, I was, when I was in high school, I was a huge Dukes fan. I oh, loved, like, oh, oh I love the, yes. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. In fact, and Georgetown. I, those were my two teams. I followed Georgetown. Georgetown. I was, yeah, when I was a kid, at Patrick Ewing. That's like when it first started coming on TV. It's a, mm-hmm. early 80s. That was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so I I um, remember when my mom and I we went on a trip to Washington, yeah. and I was like, okay, I know we will have to see all these monuments, but I want to go to Georgetown. <laughs> That's funny. I I did the same thing when I was like thirteen and eighty five, and I can remember my dad got a parking ticket because we parked illegally, so I could walk on the campus. Of yeah. Georgetown. Oh my Chevy, gosh! Right by Chevy Chase. Yes. Chevy Chase into Georgetown. We parked. He got a ticket, and then he's like, he goes, oh, they'll never find me, and we just, like, throw back to Kansas. Then he paid the ticket. But the exact same thing happened, and we walked around Georgetown campuses, and then I, I was crushed, and I was like, oh, they don't play basketball here, though. They play down where the Wizards, where the Bullets played then. And so yeah. it, it wasn't, like, the campus I thought it was going to be because yeah. I was just really close to Kansas University. We, yeah. we lived pretty close to that. But it was still a pretty cool experience. It was. Um, it was funny because I actually have pictures. I made my mom get on a subway. We did, we we're from Wisconsin originally, so um, we got on the subway, and we had to walk, and we had to get a 
bus. I think we just had to do a whole bunch of things to get to where we were going. And when we got on campus, they said it was closed. But they had like a gym that they practice on. I I guess they just practice on it. But um, we saw a gentleman that worked the grounds, the groundskeeper, and I begged him. And I was in high school. I had this long curly hair. And I was like, please, sir, please. And he let me in. He let me in and he let me get pictures of all of the, they had like all their little, um, their, um, things. I can't even think what it's called. All their banners through the gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those practice facilities at that level could be pretty extensive. Like they're really, they're nice. They don't have like a lot of bleachers per se or like where you can, but I mean, they'll have multiple courts. They'll have. Uh, they'll have they will have cool banners cool colors the backboards will be nice like yeah. the floor is really cool it's yeah those are nice yeah so it was pretty cool and then i had a similar thing when i went to duke i went i wanted to i was driving through i've never been, I've never been to, to duke I've, I've never been there well the year that they just won just re- i think it was like four years ago now maybe five three years ago four years ago um, I took, um, it was actually the day after they won and I was in the area and I said, oh, I have to go down there and see what's going on. And I took yeah. a picture of their banner that said, congratulations, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're the high mark of college basketball. Right. That's, that's for sure, man. Coach K is. Yes. Man. Uh, Seriously. It, it was, it, when I first started watching or playing basketball, like they were, they were good, but not really that good. Mm-hmm. And then. I was a huge Kansas University basketball fan because I live really close. We live close to the campus. Okay. And um, in 1986, when I was in seventh grade, KU made it to the final four. Oh, and, okay. And lo and behold, they played Duke in 1986 in the final four. Oh, wow. And, yeah, they lost that game, but that was like my first real introduction to like, that was my first introduction to not liking Duke. Duke? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy watching them play though, but yeah. I just don't care if they lose. I used to love Leitner. That was my guy. Uh, that dude was, uh, he could hoop, man. He was such a, such a a-hole, but he could hoop. Yeah. That yeah. was, that is so funny. But, um, I know I'm kind of getting off topic, uh, about what I wanted to talk to you about, but, but definitely a relevant conversation. Um, so with basketball, um, being gone and, uh, with everything hitting us with, um, the coronavirus as, and such. I thought it was really interesting. Well, let's start off in the beginning, I guess. So first of all, um, what? how did this start? How did you guys get decided to do this documentary? And oh, first of all, let's say uh, the name of it. Please tell me again. The name of it is... Last Chance You Basketball. Last Chance You Basketball. Basketball. And yeah, it's number yeah. two trending right now. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been pretty popular. Yeah. It's, a, um, it's a documentary that followed junior college football back in the Midwest and in the yeah. South previously. Um, so I had, I had heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, I was as surprised as I, I was really surprised. Actually, I was really surprised actually the day I found out that the school that I had just started working at East LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I might've been there a month. Um, okay. Might've been there a month. I started in July last year. Uh, working with the basketball program. And sometime in August, the head coach said like, Hey, I have this thing in the works. And now that you're going to be here and you know, you can kind of be with the situation and he, mm-hmm. he brought it up, but he wrestled with it a lot too, because it's, it's a lot of access. You yeah. Know, it's a big, it's a, it's a big commitment. And you, when you say it, you're like, Oh yeah, I can do that. But when you live it, it is, it's, it different. is a little bit, yeah, it is, it is a little bit different. You do get used to it though. Do but, you? Yeah, yeah, you yeah you do get used to it. The um, but they approached our coach in the summertime, and it took him a while to get around it. And it also took, I believe, it took them a while, the uh, the crew for Last Chance U to figure out whether or not they really wanted to do it. But okay, come the fall, like we had some compelling stories, yeah. and our coaches, um, he's he's really he's a really good coach, and he's really passionate, and uh, they thought it could be a good mix, and uh, they just showed up one day and wow started. Started started filming. Dang, you guys were instant Kardashians. <laughs> instant car, instant Kardashians. I, I don't, know, I don't, know, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it'll be like that. But, uh, you never yeah. know. It's pretty good. Hey, I mean, hey, well, the the show is solid because it's real. Yeah. And, um, especially it'll really it really resonates with anybody who played. Yes. Especially that, 
Like if you played basketball and you tried to play in college or you played yes. in college, then you just realize just how hard and yes. difficult that whole thing is. It's not what you see, you know, when you look on TV or you might see that, that student athlete walking around in your city with a sweatsuit or sweatshirt yeah. on. And you're like, Oh my gosh, like look at it. And they have no idea like what, what, a, what, a, what a, what a regular day looks like, I know. For a, you know, an eight to 10 hour day. And it's hard. And, and we kind of, and that the show kind of showed it in junior college is super hard. It's because mm-hmm. there's no, there's, there's no scholarships and there's, it's really hard to, and you're working towards something and you're fighting towards something. So the, the show did a really good job of, of portraying the struggle, like the yeah. JC struggle, because it's real. The JC yeah. struggle. Real. I played in junior college, 91 and 93. Okay. Um, and had some of the similar, very similar issues. Like if you're any good and you're at a junior college, something went wrong drastically mm-hmm. went wrong you know mm-hmm. mine was an injury so it was everybody's got a chip on their shoulder you know right. and so I can really relate to that level because no one wants to be at East LA Community College right none of those kids want to be there those kids want to be at Arizona State they want to yeah. be at San Diego State they want to be at USC they want to be at other places they don't want to be there yeah you know? so it's uh it's an interesting dynamic but that the show is the show is solid because it, it it's a, it's an honest portrayal and then the last year you know with with covid just flipped everything upside down and as you're watching it you kind of figure out like wait a minute there's a covid ending coming you know yes. you, you like like what you start to piece it together like wow and so yes. it was a and I don't know of any other team in the country who that that were documented because everybody shut down the same day in March. Oh, wow. Um, if you see, if you look at the show, I'm in the office and I'm telling coach like, all right, Pac-12 just shut down. Okay, ACC just shut down. Like Duke mm-hmm. was about to play and, they, and, they, and it shuts down. So everything was, dominoes were falling and it was shutting down. Um, and, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we were the only team in the country where they were documenting it. As it's it crazy. Down. Yeah. So that's really amazing. I mean, that is just crazy that you guys that worked out like that. That did. And um and Kobe. And oh my gosh. The and Kobe, the Kobe thing. I'm like Kobe was, yeah, that really hit the well, it, it hits everybody for a different reason, but right. the kids because that was their idol. Right. You know? When I when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I, the first thing I thought about was my, oh my my man's kids, you know, because I have three sons myself, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Man, I can't." I mean, leaving your kids like that and just like I mean, he Kobe don't know, but those kids and what they go through. Right. And so it was, yeah, that was that was that was a tough day, and those our players were genuinely affected by Kobe's past. He was gen- they were genuinely. Uh, uh, affected it was it was somber it was somber days that's for sure it's it's interesting too and and that's kind of one of the questions that I wanted to ask you um because they're filming and the directors the producers they did a really good job I'm I'm really impressed because they took a story that was already good and solid with so many different aspects. Um, just all the kids, you guys, just the whole dynamic was amazing. But they threw in that soundtrack. I was like, <laughs> my God. That, that, that's, I think that was the most surprising thing to all of us. I was um, like, oh, they really because, hitting it. Because we watched them all, right? And they were really good shows. But, the, but we got to watch it early. Like I watched it about a week early. And our coach watched it a week early. And we, the first thing we talked about was that we didn't even talk about things that happened in the show. We're like, I can't even believe like they, like they really went above and beyond. It was good. uh, With, with how they did their, their music and man, they, they nailed it on so many different occasions to where it was like perfect. And I think the really cool thing about it too, is that it just wasn't like one genre that hits you like it's, to mix up, you know, Nipsey and the Isley brothers, like within yeah. the same episode was yeah. really, it was really cool. And and you see that a lot over, over people, my friends I talk to or over social media, everyone is just blown away by not only the soundtrack, but the use of it. Yes. To, 
that uh, to portray it. So I was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. They did it. They did a. They did a really good job. You can you can groove to the show. I know. <laughs> I literally yeah. had every feeling, every emotion, and then my you know not my kids as much, but maybe they, they you know they had some of the music, but then I felt like it was. Uh, it was. I felt like I was able to relate to all of that music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had that had that kind of that old school feel yeah. to it. Well, and they was able to capture like you know LA music too at the same time. For it was sure. pretty cool. They yes, did a good they, job. they did. They did an amazing job. And all of those shots, the um, drone shots, all those shots were amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it was. My perspective is so different because I, I see all of that taking place. But when you see it taking place, it it doesn't look good. You know, it's mm-hmm. just I, I just see a camera, or you see a drone, or or you see a they they got these cameras on trucks that follow you around. You know, and it's, really? it's, it's and so you see that, and so you don't see the the beauty of the shots. Yeah. So when I watched it, I'm just in amaze like everybody else. And but my perspective is a little different because I'm like, wow, like I saw him doing that. Yeah, that's so cool. And it, and it didn't look amazing. But now it looks amazing, yeah. you know, and it's, they did a, yeah, those shots, those, that, I mean, they're perfect. They just know what they're doing. They did. Like they those, did. Yeah, those, those directors, the producers, the sound people, um, they were incredible people, man. It was, it was a lot of fun. I yeah. mean, it, it was. I very mean, blessed. Man, You're very yeah, blessed for that experience. Yeah. Once you get, I mean, once you, once you get past the getting out of your car and being mic'd within five minutes. And then, <laughs> And then, and then people following you around for the next eight hours. <laughs> you so kind of get like? it. You get it. Yeah. It was it's weird at first. Very weird. Yeah, it's, it's very weird, um, especially because things like they'll do with camera angles. You know, after looking at that, everything I look on TV is different now. Oh, for sure. Because yes, and you see it's so different now because like there's conversations where you know I'm having one with one of my students. Uh, one of the student athletes or with the coach, or I see the coach talking to one of the players. And what you guys don't see is there's like, there's literally a camera like right there sometimes. Like it's, it's not like it's over there. It's like, it'll be like right here, but you can't see it. Like mm-hmm. if you turn real quick, you might even hit your head on it. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's a mic over top of you too. Like there's a guy standing there. Yeah. With, uh, with so that. abrasive. Yeah. It, 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 does, it can get a little, it gets a little, it gets a little weird, but you really do get used to it. And you get used to the people behind the camera and the sound. Okay. And so there you have that relationship and the, and the guys were, the camera guys were hilarious. They're, they're so, they were so much fun. And, and almost everyone there was a hoop head. Like they liked basketball cool. and even the ones who weren't basketball players, like they absolutely fell in love with the sport and the grind and the yeah. players. It's different. And, oh, it was. And at the end, like they had a pretty big production, like on a game night or some days, I mean, there would be, there's 30 people there, mm-hmm. right, from, from the production. I mean, mm-hmm. you go in, the, there's cameras everywhere. There's um, there's directors. They're, they're like, they're everywhere. Wow. And Every day like that? Oh, uh, well, not, not game. Every game was like that. Oh, wow. Sometimes practices would be like that. Mm-hmm. Most days, though, there would be two camera crews, two sound crews, like most days. Mm-hmm, They'd mm-hmm. have... They have one that was kind of following me and the coach around, and then one like following the players around. Mm. And um, I tell you what was interesting too is when it wasn't following you around, you were still mic'd up, mm-hmm. and they could hear you. Oh, okay. And so you would be somewhere, and like I'm having a conversation with a player about how he's got to be tougher because he's not getting a lot of playing time. Mm-hmm. And, but, and then they would hear that and all of a sudden they would tell their camera person who's in another part or maybe a campus, like, you got to run over there to where Rob is and film this. Oh, so wow. you'd be in a conversation with somebody and you can see out the corner of your eye, like a film crew running towards you <laughs> to, to get there so they can, so they can do the conversation, oh, you know, well, that must be hard to yeah. have to figure out like what they want to record. Uh, I don't know how, well, I mean, they, they just my, myself alone, I think about how much they filmed me over that time and then how much they use is like, like a fraction. Right, a fraction. right. And, and then all the things that they, they leave out with the players and the locker rooms and the weight room. I mean, they we lift every day after practice. They were in there every day after practice. That's they came, insane. They came for, I bet they filmed four practices 
three, at least three practices a week in two games. Like they were all that film and to be able to come with that and that storyline, that was, well, I was really interesting how they did yeah. that, but they know what they're doing. I'm telling you this, they, they, because yeah. we didn't see it as it was happening. Mm-hmm. We, we had no, there were so many days me and the coach were like, well, well how are they even going to do this? Like we're, it, we were like, is this even a story? Like even at the end, we're like, was this even a good story? Like, <laughs> Oh my but, gosh. Wow. Uh, yeah. To, uh, it's just it basketball good. season. Get, you know, so that is practice, true. It's, to us, it's the same thing we've been doing for the last twenty years of our life, right? And so it's it wasn't like wow, like like like, yeah. like check out this great story. Um, even it, even the is. end, even the end, they they did a follow up interview with me during COVID. So they came they came to the house like in April. So this is like a month afterwards for for like one of the last interviews, and one of, and one of the directors and I was talking to the director. We're talking about the season, and I was like, "Man, I was like, I said, yeah, and I just feel so bad that you know, with with the ending." And he looked at me, and he was like, "Don't feel bad." He mm-hmm. said, "He said you, he said you guys." No, he said, "He said we should feel bad." He said, "He said they got a gold ending." He said, "You," he said, "We got an incredible ending. It might might be ending that you guys wanted, but from yeah. the show standpoint, he goes, we got an incredible ending." that they thought was going to do well. And I was like, it was confusing to me. I was like, I don't know what he's even like <laughs> talking about. Like we didn't get to, we didn't get to play. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I was trying to hoop, you know, we didn't get to hoop, but, uh, yeah, it they were the even drama of it all. Yeah. They were really, they were pleased with that. And so they see it, but those people who do that, they see it way different than how we see it. We right. see it practice, practice game to game, lift to lift player to player. And they saw it as a story and we saw it as a season. So right. it's, uh, those are two different things. Yeah, it's interesting because even as just I'm just a parent that would take my kid to the to, um, you know, the hoops in California and Arizona and back and forth and just that regular thing. And I used to say this back in the day. I said, man, this would be a great show. I remember (laughs) saying that to some parents once because there's some serious drama. And, you know, all the players, you know, all the people. You start yeah, to know yeah. the parents, you know, who's yeah, yeah. the loud mouth, who's yeah. going to get on the coach. The real housewife moms of I Orange know. County would be a great story. would have been. <laughs> but that was so long ago now. It's been like at least five years now. But at the time, I was like, man, this would have been a great show. Yeah. They, uh, well, they found a way to make it a they they found a, way to make, they found a way to make it a great show. With some, we had really good kids, too. Okay, so here's some of my questions. Um, okay, so we kind of answered a lot of them already. Um, okay, so what could you say was the biggest thing you um, would tell your younger self now that you're a coach and have experiences? If you uh, were well, them, well, I tell myself the player. Yeah, like if I could go back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, first, well. First and foremost, I would the very first thing I would say is to humble myself, um, which is very hard for a, when you're really good in high school yeah. and you go to college and you think you're the best. And so you have this attitude and you have to have a little bit of an attitude to be good. Don't get me wrong. Yes. You do. But but sometimes that cockiness that these players have, it, it keeps them from taking in what they really need to know in order to get better. Yeah. And, and a lot of and a lot of times I thought I knew better than the coaches that were coaching me. And and I was still very successful as a college basketball player, but there were so many times they were like, you know, Rob, we should focus on this and this and this. And and I'd be like, Yeah, man, whatever, I'm shooting it. Uh and um I I wish I wish I'd a I wish I'd have listened probably a little a little bit more um to the to the coaches and then bought in a little bit more. I wanted to win. Um, but you're so selfish when you're young and it takes you a while to be like all in on a team, you know? And, uh, and most, most players, like most basketball players, like if they have a good game and lose, it's a good game. Yeah. They, they still believe it's a good game. Right. But as yeah. a coach, I look at that and I'm like, what the heck? That's not a good game. You've had a good game and, and the team lost. We, we still lost. I mean, they keep score for a reason. So, um, I wish, if I if I had to if I could jump in Doc's DeLorean and go back in time, oh for sure, <laughs> I would uh, I would say, hey man, listen, hey, winning is the most important thing. 
your team winning is the most important thing because you have this small window to have this experience, whether it be high school or college. And when you're playing, you think it's going to last forever. Like it, it really is. Mm-hmm. And when the ball stops, I mean, it, it's over and nobody's cheering anymore. Right. Like, like, like nobody, I, I stopped playing and no one cheered again. I couldn't even get my wife to go to a rec game and cheer for me when I was younger. Like when we, they, they, like 20 years ago, nobody's cheering, nobody cares. So you have this real small window where people care Mm-hmm. And and I wish all the kids knew it's about the team when you're in that window. For some people, it's not. They're going on. Like, they're going from high school to D1. They're going D1 to the pros. But that is um, that is a fraction right. of basketball population. So if I could go back and tell me, it's like, hey, just do whatever it takes to win. Because the more you win, the better your basketball experience is. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting that you would you say that. And I told, I agree with that. And I can see how you would feel like that, especially as a coach. But as this, you know, student on his eyes, to his eyes, if he knows he's not going D1 and he's on the the roster and he's not being played, how does that transpire to them? You know what I mean? That they, to get them to get in that mindset, like it's about the team. It's not about me. I'm not on the court. I'm not able to do my shoot, my shooting. Like it takes a very... Yeah, it's the one one of the things I, I I coached high school for two decades. Dealing with guys on the bench is it, that's very difficult to do. It's, yeah. it, it 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 is hard. You the best you could do is just try and build relationships. And, and truthfully, I wasn't that good at it when I started coaching high school. Even I mean, I was successful as a coach, but I was wasn't successful with that aspect of it. Right. Um, You're like get 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 over it. Yeah, that's get exactly over what it. I, you work harder like, then. Like you're not good enough. That's why you're not playing. Like just be quiet, you know. And just be glad and then, you're here. Then, then as you get older, you know, and you start to figure it out a little bit more, and you figure out it's it's about it's really about guys one through fourteen, one through thirteen. It's not about just the first five. And then you're trying to create an experience for everybody because that's what you want. You want something they can last, they can hold on to. Because like I said, a high school kid gets like what maybe two, three years of varsity basketball. And then mm-hmm. that experience has to last him a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then if you're fortunate to make it to college, you're still done by the time you're 22, 23. Now that experience has to last you a lifetime. Right. And so you want that to be good for the kids. You know, you want them to feel good, you know, uh, about that experience. So dealing with those kids at the end of the bench can be very, very difficult. But, you know, towards the end of, in the last, I would say, in the last 10 years, I just learned is being honest. And if kids know, yeah. if they usually know where they're at, they're usually better. Yeah. They're they're They usually will step up to the plate. That, well, they'll whatever plate you're asking them to step up to, whether it be on the court or on the bench. But mm-hmm. if you tell a kid what his role is, if a kid knows he's not going to play, he's not mad because he's not playing mad because he's not playing. Most kids are upset because they think they're going to play and then they don't. Yeah. But if you can, if you can create that, that line of communication with yeah. the, with the kid and if they understand their role on the team, even if they don't like it, they can grow into that. And so that's, uh, but that can be difficult because those kids on the bench, like even in, when you watch the, the show, you only hear like one or two guys on the bench, but they're not happy every time they're on the bench. Never. And you multiply really that. Upset. Times, it's there. Every kid there is doing the same thing. They're all pissed. They're all mad because every one of them can play above the rim. They're all six six. They're all six five. They're all dunking. They can all shoot, but there's just there's just not enough time, and so they're frustrated and they're right. and they're mad. And it's um that could be that could be difficult dealing with that, that for sure. So when you pick your um the people on your team, I don't know about the recruiting. If you're, if, I know high school you can't recruit specifically, but um. I feel that, especially for basketball more than football, um, most of the good players are on travel ball, not really on their school high school team. Do you feel that that's the case? Like where you, where are the ball player, where are the good ball players at? It's the travel uh, team, right? And um, the well, the the kids on our team were all every one of them play. Well, yeah. It, it, Every kid who plays in college played on some sort of travel team. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. But that's just the dynamics. That's the dynamics of that. 
Just basketball, though, only. Football's not like that. No, well, football can't. Football don't hit in the off season, yeah. so they can't play. Whereas you know, basketball, volleyball, all baseball, so you, you can play all the time. Yeah, and, and it's really, it's really, and it's it's a necessary evil. The the travel I did high school for, like I said, for a while, and my kids played yeah. travel, and it was always a push and pull between like their high school team and their travel team, and and doing that. But it's a necessary evil because college coaches they can only come out, they can it's hard for them to come out during their basketball season yeah, because they're coaching their own teams. So you have that. That's true. That's then, true. then in the off season, you have NCAA regulations to say that you can only go out for two weekends in April and three weekends in July. Wow. Yes. They, yeah. They can't go out and just go watch kids play whenever they want to. There's a lot of rules involved with recruiting at the hmm. college level. And so from that, you had to create events to where all the kids were going to be at the same place at the same time so that college coaches can come and watch. Okay. And so that's how that kind of fed on itself to where it's travels a necessary evil. The kids have to be on there. So if you're good, you have to be on a good travel team. So then when you go to these events, those coaches go and watch those events where the good travel, where the good travel teams are. Yeah. And so now from a junior college standpoint, like if you don't, you have to know the, we have to know every travel coach because they're going to help place those players okay okay so Um, it's not like just their parents or the kids like you got to get involved even with their travel coach just to get a kid to come by the gym just to check you out so yeah and it's it's actually a very small world i found in it's smaller than you think well you know what like in most in any profession the higher you go up the world gets smaller and smaller and smaller and if like if you're playing on a top-notch travel team in basketball Mm -hmm. that that world is minute you know you go to a national event it's the same 16 20 teams there each time or if you go to the events that below that it's Mm -hmm. the same 100 teams there each time and then when you go play in vegas and orange county and and phoenix and you go to those now so you just see all the same people right so that world gets smaller and smaller and smaller and as you go up it gets smaller right for sure yeah you start to see the same people like oh i know remember that kid used to play with such and such and yeah 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 for sure um what has been the overall uh, i guess we kind of already answered that too what was the biggest challenge being um your biggest challenge um would you say having your life documented oh um uh, the biggest, well, the biggest challenge I would say, or your biggest concern is that like they actually put on camera what you say and do, because, um, all of us, we say and do a lot of things during the day that probably shouldn't be filmed. Okay. And, uh, so that can be concerning sometimes, you know, and there was 10 times a day I would, cause I'd have my mic. There's a, they put this mic right, right here on you. And then it goes down like 10 times a day. You're like, they don't record that. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? And even the players, there's a lot of times where the players or as the coaches, we would like turn the cameras off. Like oh. that, that happens a lot, you know, because you got to have a conversation with a kid that the world shouldn't know that they're mm-hmm. having. Cause it's personal to them. Like something's going on in their life. And so you're like, uh, yeah, you can turn that off. They can't be a be a part of this. So that that's kind of the that's kind of the challenge, um, especially because it's you, you want to be authentic in what it is that you're you're doing. Um, you just want to be yourself, yeah, um, at, at all times. And but at some point during the process, I would say like it was in December, maybe early January. You just you're just like whatever. Just let just it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Right. This this is it. This is how we coach. This is how coach coaches. Because um, our coach is pretty intense, and mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't change anything. You know, he did, he didn't. And then the players in the beginning, the players kind of acted. They would like they would practice different with the cameras on. You know, um, their conversation would be a little awkward when the cameras are on. Uh-huh. But you know, hey, we'll shoot eventually it didn't. And they, they let you have it. They'll say whatever at, at any time. And um but that was the most concerning thing about it. It's just like you want to be portrayed in a in a good light. Yeah. You know you, you want to be. Um but especially when you're dealing with such intense moments right. and such competition and just the grind of what junior college basketball is. Yeah. Um 
some conversations and some things you say or do are just not conducive to being seen on camera, okay. <laughs> you know? So that was, that was the most concerning part. Yeah. Cause people nowadays, especially are always talking, cancel this, cancel that. And well, yeah. Be- oh yeah. So and fast. if, if, if we knew everything about everybody, then everybody would be canceled for sure. hundred percent. Every single person on the planet. This and is so true. that's what your concern was, especially in the last year. I mean, I yeah. had many conversations with our head coach and I'm like, yeah, dog, I'm getting fired. <laughs> like, like I, I, we're not going to, it needs to be like, no, we're not going to make it out of this. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah, you know, you you just say the off track thing, you know, even about some other culture where it's not even you're not even trying to be, you, to you be know, discriminatory or racist or anything like that. But you know, you're just joking with your player there, which you've done for the last forty years of your life, and you're like, oh my gosh, like you can you can't you can't do that anymore. That's not a thing, yeah. you know. That's not a thing, and so it's uh, that was concerning because it's a it's all film though. It's all on an editing floor somewhere. <laughs> you know, Luckily, they 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 yeah. took care. And they of don't that. give it back to you. It's not like okay, here's what we did. No, they still they still have it. You know, it could, if I was oh, like, so really if anything st- comes out when you oh, decide yeah. to run for president, yeah, it's, I'm done. Oh, they're getting that. <laughs> somebody's had somebody has that footage, and I have no chance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Listen>. so <laughs> so for you for you, what what do you think uh, after watching yourself? What what do you think you're going to change? Or do you feel like there was anything like ah, I'm not doing that anymore? Oh, oh yeah. uh, no, no, I, no? I you know what I, I I didn't because uh, truthfully they they really made us look good. Oh, okay, <laughs> they really they really did. Um, I think we're a hard our worst critic. You know, yeah, like, we, oh my god, I, hey, why do I do that? Be, I can be, and I am daily as a coach. Um, we, and coaches are like that to themselves. Like, I can't believe, like, I messed up that practice. I messed up that interaction. That kid should have been working on that. Those, those are the wrong things we did during that game. Like, we're really hard on ourselves. Yeah. Um, but the show made it look like like we're like basketball geniuses. Yeah, like, genius. You know, <laughs> yeah, and we're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I mean, you guys did yeah. great. It was amazing. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's so much... That's my, that's my dog, Bodie. But we saw him in the movie, too, or in the show, too. Oh, hey, Bodie, Bodie's a star, man. Yeah, Bodie, we saw him. Yeah, he was in it. I walk him every day, miles, because he's so wild. If I don't get something out of him, he's going to, he acts crazy. He looks and, like my dog. Yeah. I think I showed I think, you the last time, I think Oliver. Yeah, 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 pretty, pretty, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you told me. Um, okay, so I'm going to tell you, my favorite part was when yeah. you guys were on the trip. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That was, you know, that was, that was fun. That, they made that look like it, what it was. Did they? It was. Yeah, that that was a really good portrayal of the trip. That was great. I love the way they, it really made us, us as the viewer, um, see how you guys were just so bonding and that fun part when they were making fun of the coach and. Oh my gosh, that was, that was hilarious. And the Uh, cooking. Oh my gosh, that, that was, that was, they showed me like one time cooking, right? And that, but hey, I'm cooking for like 23 people. I saw that. That took forever. And then in the morning I had to make breakfast. Oh wow. I had to do that all over again for 23. I mean, I spent hours and hours. I probably, we were probably up there for 20 hours. I spent seven of it cooking. It was, I was cooking like like the entire time. But I, I mean, I enjoy cooking. If I get the right playlist, I'll just ride it out and cook as long as, as long as yeah. I need to. It looked like that you was, were having fun. Yeah, it was. And that's everyone I've spoken to, um, that, that episode really resonated, uh, with them. Uh, because yeah. yeah, cause it was, it was pretty authentic how the kids reacted. And that's the thing that I don't know if they showed enough of our coach. Like our coach is cool like that. He's just intense during practice because he wants the best, but mm-hmm. he's really a fun guy. He really is. And we have a great time every day in, in the office and when we're in the bands together, like me and the, me and the coach, he's, he's really fun guy. He's really cool. And so sometimes the players don't get to see all that coolness yeah, because that's he's true. always coming at them, you know? So when they were doing that to him, he liked it as much as, as they did. That he, was he really, funny. I also like the one part where the coach, where the kids, um, the players were kind of making fun of the way um, he cusses. Oh yeah, how yeah, he's 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 the best I've ever heard at cussing <laughs> you out. I'll saying a cuss word. 
Like it was the best I've ever heard. That yeah, was yeah. hilarious. I love that part. Um, yeah, at you. And then I actually also had some cheerful moments. I don't know if you did watching it. Oh yeah, it was. It was um, because you. I was so far removed from the end of that that you almost forget. Like I know what happened and I know how it happened, but I hadn't had an emotional response to that since yeah. that day. But when 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 John came on the bus and said it's over, you really felt it. Yeah, and I remember, I remember that feeling and. And what was, and then being in there and the kids' faces, that was, that was the thing as a coach, like if you're in there, because you're looking around the room and they're in like, it's, it's half disbelief, half dis- desperation. You know, it was, it was like, they're all like, I can't believe, you know, yeah. like this is, this was it because it wasn't just East LA that shut down. Like the world shut down that day. Mm-hmm. It was, everybody did. And it was really hard it was very difficult to watch the kids walk out of that locker room into the unknown. Yeah. That was very hard because I had been a part of their lives every day since August 26th. And every day they leave, I know what they're doing the next day. I know what the plan is. So you have like that sense of peace because mm-hmm. like, you know, what we, we know what tomorrow brings. We know what's going on. But I mean, that same day, the school itself said, hey, school's shut down. Nobody's coming on campus again. You turn on the TV, everything is shutting down everywhere. Uh, sports, places of business, like everything on that day, like it was Friday the 13th, and it was all going bad. Everything was going bad that that um, that day. And so when they walked out of there, it was the unknown. I'm like, is it the pandemic? I mean, I'm joking, but I was like, I don't are they going to turn into zombies? I don't know what this, I don't know what this, I didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. you know, nobody knew what was going on. And there's, and it, and I know how the, how much the kids struggle and I'm, and they didn't come back on campus. Like they left that day. Mm-hmm. And we saw, I mean, I didn't see any of them until summer. Wow. I didn't see any. And coach saw maybe a couple guys. So they did like, okay though, right? Everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they went online, they finished their stuff. They got their AAs, they signed their scholarships, and it was all through what like what we're doing now. But but we didn't get to see them um, again. And when I say they disbanded quick, we had a we have a kid from DC, Washington DC, and I was really worried about him um, because his roommates were California kids, but he was from DC. Mm-hmm. And that day, those kids got picked up by their parents and went back to wherever oh, they're wow. from. So I was really worried about one of our players from DC, and so. Um, and everything that was going on. And when I found out two days after that, that last day, I'm like, oh man, so-and-so left and so-and-so left. I'm like, oh, what's what's up with my boy? I got to hit up my player and see if he's okay. So I called him on Monday. I'm like, Hey man, you doing all right? What do you need? I was thinking maybe I need to bring him out to the house. I'm like, what am I going to do? And he's like, he's like, nah, coach, I'm good. I'm in Washington, DC. Oh, wow. So you made it back. Like that fast though. Like, the kids went and went so home fun. and it all shut down like that fast and it was over. So one day we're getting on a bus after practicing, going to play in a championship. And then two days later, 15 kids are all off on different That's places they're all over the country. And it, the whole thing was disbanded. Do you so feel like was, it was a little bit of a, like a, like over, like they, we were a little, as far as Americans overzealous shutting everything down. Yeah. Um, well, I don't mind error on the side of caution that, that I don't, that I don't mind, you know, uh, because at that, at the point, like we didn't, like we really didn't know. Um, and with, like you go in retrospect though, I mean, everything was done wrong at every level everywhere, yeah. you know, but at the time they kind of erred on the side of, of, of caution. And it's, um, it's just been a real, it's been a real interesting year. I, I, you got, I mean, I'll, I'll say that it's, I tell everybody 2020, it was year of the side hustle. That's just what it was. Definitely. Whatever you thought it was going to be, it was going to be something else. Definitely. <laughs> Everything you did. The year of the side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it in for, are you guys going to do a part two? Well, um, that's very fluid. Uh, but there's interest in it for sure. There, there's a lot of interest in it. And I think there's a, 
there's a lot of interest in our story to see if we could really do it, you know. But the thing with junior college is every year it's a different cast of characters. Right. It's not like a four-year where they stay for four years. Right. Yeah, our kids stay one year, maybe two. Uh, so it's it's a different cast of characters. And we have a supremely we, – we, we have a really talented team right now that, was, that could have played this year. Um, that we just nobody's going to get to see. We hope we hope to be able to do something in April and May to showcase them. Maybe not in games, but in something else. That sucks. But, uh, but the actual Last Chance You franchise itself, they they've showed there's there's been talks and interest, but just like with these things with last year, it's really not set in stone until it's really set in stone. Like it, it can all change in a matter of just yeah. like and then it not happen. So I know the. I know the want is there from a lot of different, from a lot of different areas uh-huh. and, and us as a staff are pretty comfortable with the whole thing, which makes it easier for them to do it. Cause right. we're comfortable with the directors, the producers, the camera. All over. yeah, it wouldn't be that difficult of a transition, um, uh, to go to season two rather than them going somewhere else. Right. I, I would think, uh, but it, it, it could, it could, I mean, it could, it could happen. And as of now I'm on board to, to go back to, to ELAC, especially with my, the new job with, with method, mm-hmm. um, which allows me to go to my basketball office every day and right. um, be able to be able to work. That's the, good. Yeah. The teachers, the teachers at East LA, they're, they're going to be on some sort of a hybrid model till 2022. Oh, they are. Yes, they are. And so they will be doing what I'm doing. They're going to go to their offices and they're going to teach a little, do this a little, you know, it's, it's, a, it's more of a hybrid model. So I'll go to my basketball office and do the same thing. It just won't be with East LA, you yeah. know, it'll be with, with, be with my kids from, from, uh, from method, as yeah. you know, those 25 kids who, geez, they need me just as much as those dang kids from East LA sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they They're do. lost but, a lot of them. Oh yeah. It's been tough. It's been so tough for them. Right. Mm-hmm. I think how hard it, how hard it's been, for, for them and in a sense they think it's easier because geez I don't have to go to school yeah, right? I know but, it's not but then it, that's not it, it's, the work is hard it's more yeah, it, yeah. it's more a, more of a microscope on them yeah their, their life is easier but their work is harder because mm-hmm. uh, they really have to do it <laughs> yeah. can't copy from their friends sitting at the desk yeah it's 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 gone over well with the with a lot of people it's gone over well. And then by that same token, like the people that are, cause I'm from Kansas city and I have a lot of people from back home that have gotten in touch with me and it pretty much happened the same way that you're talking about it. Cause really? I never, I didn't tell. Oh no, my gosh. Tell. That's so mean. They're like, they're like, they're like, yo Rob, man, you're like, why didn't you tell us? Like, you know, you're on this, you were on this, you're doing it. I'm watching this show with my, my boy or I, I'm a coach. I'm watching it and shooting, you know, there, there you are. So you know, humble. That's great. Though. But you almost forget too. It was a year ago. That's true. You almost forget, and and they don't tell you anything. Like they 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 say like, oh, it'll come out sometime. It'll come out sometime. They didn't tell they, you. Oh, they didn't say anything. And then like the beginning of February, I just got an email from Netflix like, sign this, do this. I'm like, what the heck's going on? And then it was it was like teaser came out, and I was like, oh Ooh. wow. And then like a couple weeks after that, a trailer dropped and a date, and then it happened fast. The re- I think the reason why we were so successful was the roles that all three of us played, and that's for sure. Um, Coach Hunter, who's an incredible recruiter and who keeps the kid like, like the kids don't come there without Coach Hunter, and they don't leave without Coach Hunter. That's cool. He is so connected with colleges. Like he, I mean, the man knows everybody in the country that, that, that does this at every level. So he's there. And then you can't do it without John, who puts it all together. And um, I was just having the conversation just having right before we came over with my with my wife about it and i was telling her how impactful i was the three hours leading up to practice and then the two hours after practice yeah but those those two hours it's like the coach kind of does a lot of that and kind of just back up but my impact was something else but it took all three of those factors in order to get the kids where they need to be so you know it was was a it was a perfect storm of 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 quality guys you Mm -hmm. know doing quality work yeah, and, and 
and also he's got so many other things like we all do. I mean, he has a, he has a son in high school. That's a really good high school basketball player. Mm-hmm. And every night I would be like, just leave. Like I'll finish, you know, Let, I'll finish up the weights. I'll take, I'll take care of the stuff in the locker room. I'll do the tape yeah. for the practice. I'll stack them, just leave and go, go. Because I mean, I had a kid in high school that played football. Um, his senior year was last year that when I was, when I was there, I was his senior year and I can just the, the scramble to get out there to go watch him play, you right. know, that, that pressure. And I, I tried to take that off coach the best I could. So he could, he could go see his kid who, cause that's, you don't want to, I mean, you don't want to miss that. So it was, it was a perfect storm of some guys who just, just really wanted to do right by kids. Don't want to miss what your kids, cause you don't get it back. I, I didn't, I missed senior night from my son because oh, I, I was in I was in Arizona uh coaching a game with Elac and I missed senior night and I'm mm-hmm. so disappointed in that I tried to make all the games but hey, you don't get them back so no, you, don't. <laughs> you might want to go to it right thank you so much for talking with me hey, hey hey no problem I look forward to I look forward to seeing it um look forward to you telling me next time if you're gonna be having a show <laughs> or for what's or what's what's going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would hope I would. <laughs> we'll we'll see. I don't think we'll know till August. I really oh. don't. Um, but we'll 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 see. So, do you have your your squad together already, though, for next this next year? Oh man, we um, yeah. As you can imagine, the uh, there, there's a lot of kids across the whole country right now that want to play for East LA Community College. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh you just put a light on you can just put a spotlight yeah, on you guys. Yeah, it is, it is. But it's a different place, you know, because we can't give them an apartment. We can't feed them. It's it's different. It's not like getting a scholarship and going somewhere. So a lot of kids want to come play for you, but they might not have the resources to. So yeah. the most most all our kids are going to be they're going to be LA. It, it, we're 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 an LA team. Yeah. Yeah, but most of our kids are are going to be from from Riverside to Lancaster to the Valley, that big, just draw a big circle mm-hmm. and try and get the best kids out of that, out of that area. Well, not Orange County, no way from Orange County is going to come up here and, and, and Probably play not. that. Nah, that's yeah, inner city in LA really, Orange County people really don't mess with you. So, uh, we do have a certain type of kid that is for sure. Yeah. So East, um, but we, we're going to have a talented team. There's absolutely no doubt. We're going to have to imagine, but everybody, but other teams will too. So, you know, you got to do the work to win. Thank you for joining me with just a kiss.